as I was thinking about what I wanted to talk about uh, this week, I actually came to this realization that I'm actually quite sad at a few things. Like there are a few things that make me quite a little bit sad and what even maybe a bit angry about. Uh, I was trying to make this talk really like, uh, you know, pleasant and happy and nice and stuff, but it never really felt authentic because the more I was trying to do that, the more it just felt like, no, actually, there are actually these things that I'm struggling with, that I, I'm really just, I grieve certain things. Um, so one of the things that I'm really struggling with and that I'm just grieving is the fact that the word Christian has just started to mean specific things to people in our society today that I just, I just don't think it should mean that. Um, I feel this a lot when I introduce myself to people because when I introduce myself to someone, when I meet someone for the first time, inevitably they're going to ask me, hey, so what do you do? And I have to say to them, yeah, hey, I study Christian theology at a Bible college. <laughs> and immediately, I know they've got this perfect image of me in their heads. One where, it's not flattering, one where I'm super judgmental, one where I think I'm better than everyone, one where I'm really self-righteous, one where I'm trying to force my morality onto everyone. They've got this image of me, and I hate it. Like, I'm just, it really is something that bothers me. The fact that the term Christian has started meaning all these really negative things in our society. I'm at the stage sometimes where I think, I don't even want to use the word anymore. Yeah. It's just really frustrating. Yeah. But the thing is, it's not just, it's not just the fact that it reflects poorly on me, or that it reflects poorly on us as a group. I think what really bothers me as well is that if that's what people think about Christians, then what do they think about the God that Christians believe in? If that's what you think about us, then you must think our God is a really awful being. Sitting up there, really judgmental, just watching you, waiting for you to stuff up so that he can pounce, so he can smite you. Just sitting there, like, being a really awful being who's really petty and vindictive and that that grieves me to the depths of my spirit but the thing is I have to say I'm not talking about what all Christians are doing and the, the fact that this has come to mean this because of the behavior of all Christians that's, that's not what I'm saying at all I'm not saying the majority of Christians are like that because we all know a lot of Christians and we know most Christians are really lovely, beautiful, caring, considerate people. Most Christians are really selfless. And we know that. And so I know that as well. I'm not, I'm not saying anything other than that. It just feels to me like the Christian leadership that we often hear from, the people in the media, the people who write articles on the internet or who get interviewed on the news, or who write Facebook posts, it just seems to me like those loud voices are painting a picture of Christianity that's just really, it's not something I want to be associated with. And I just, I'm, I'm quite saddened by that. I'm quite frustrated. 
Uh, and in my weaker moments, it makes me quite angry. So if you've been coming along to Found for the last little while, uh, you might have picked up on the fact that we're kind of um, off and on looking at the Gospel of Matthew. And in the Gospel of Matthew, Jesus tells the story. Uh, and he tells the story about a, a landowner. So Jesus is there. He's teaching a bunch of people. He's traveling throughout the country. He's got all these followers. And he's teaching people about who he says God is. Uh, he's teaching people about the kingdom of God. And he uses the story to make his point. Uh, most of us probably know it. If you've been to church at least twice, I'm sure you would have come across the story. Uh, it's the story where there's a landowner who owns all of these fields. And he goes into town. And it's early in the morning. He sees a bunch of people just waiting on the corner. Uh, they're looking for someone to give them work. And the landowner goes to them and he says, Hey, you guys are looking for work? I've got some fields. How about you go and work in my fields and I'll pay you one day's wage. And so that's what happens. The, the people go and they work in his fields. But a little while later, the landowner goes back into town. He sees some other people just standing there waiting, looking for work. And he says to them, Hey, you guys are looking for something to do. You guys are looking for work. Come and work in my fields, and I'll, I'll pay you whatever's fair. And he does this throughout the day. He goes to town, he finds more and more people who are looking for work, who are looking for something to do, and he says to them, come and work in my fields, I'll pay you something that's fair. He does it over and over and over again. He keeps on going back. Until it gets quite late in the day. And uh, about an hour before the end of the day, about an hour before uh, it's knockoff time, he goes into town again, and he sees some people waiting there, and he says to them, why, why are you guys waiting here? What are you guys doing? And they say, we want to work. We want to feed our families tonight. We'd love to work and get some money, but no one's offered us anything. No one's come over here to, to, to give us some work. And the guy goes, okay, I know there's only an hour left. What the hey? Come and work in my field, and I'll pay you whatever's fair. And so at the end of the day, and you guys know this, at the end of the day, uh, the landowner goes, okay, uh, it's time to pay everyone. He calls everyone together and he starts paying people. And he starts with the people who he employed last. Uh, so the people who only worked for about an hour. And he, he gives them their wage and he pays them a full day's wage. And the other people are seeing this and they're going, this is incredible because if the people who only worked an hour is getting a full day's wage, imagine what we're going to be getting. But, like you know, the landowner continues to pay people and he gives everyone the same amount of money. He gives everyone a day's wage. And people get really angry. Uh, the people who work for the whole day says that's not fair. They get angry at this guy who's paying everyone the same amount of money. So Jesus is telling a story and he says, when the labourers received it, the, their wages, they grumbled against the landowner, saying, These last worked only one hour, and you have made them equal to us, who have borne the burden of the day and the scorching heat. But he replied to them, Friend, am I doing, I am doing you no wrong. Did you not agree with me for the usual daily wage? 
take what belongs to you and go. I choose to give the same to the last as I've given to you. Am I not allowed to do what I choose with what belongs to me? Or are you envious because I'm generous? So in the kingdom of God, the last will be first and the first will be last. Now, I find that story completely bizarre. Like, I know you hear it over and over and over again, and you get used to it. But really, when you think about it, it's an utterly bizarre story. Because that's not how anyone does anything. That's not how anything works. I mean, I'm sure nobody here has gotten a contractor to come over to your house. They've finished with the job. They've given you the invoice. And you go, no, 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 no. Take the invoice back. Add another zero. You know what? Add two zeros, and that's what I'm going to pay you. Like, it's ridiculous. It doesn't work that way. Nobody does things that way. The world doesn't work that way. And yet, Jesus is telling a story that says, that's how God works. That's how God operates. God is a God who can be extremely unreasonable, but he's unreasonable in one direction. He's unreasonable in the direction of generosity. God is a God. The God that Jesus shows us is a God that doesn't treat people the way they deserve. He doesn't look at a person and like make some calculations and go, okay, this is what you deserve. Here you go. The God that Jesus reveals to us is a God that doesn't care about merit. That God just gives good things to people lavishly because that's the character that that God has. That's the God that Jesus reveals to us. That's the God that we see in the story. Now imagine if that's how we lived as Christians. Like imagine if you said to someone who you just met, oh yeah, by the way, I'm a Christian. And they go, oh wow, you're a Christian. That means you're extremely generous and you're extremely kind and you're extremely selfless and you just give of yourself and you're loving. (laughs) But imagine if that's what the word Christian meant to people today. I mean, the thing is, they'd still think Christians are crazy, but at least it would be a good crazy. It'll be a beautiful crazy. It'll be a good thing. I just think if that's the way we acted, the whole world would be upside down. And it would be just wonderful. But the thing with the story is, it's actually also a difficult story to hear. Because what I'm tempted to do is, I'm tempted to take this story and to point the finger at other people, at other Christians, maybe the leaders of the Australian Christian lobby, for example, and I'm going to show them the story and I'm going to point the finger at them and go, what are you guys doing? I want to judge them. I want to look down on them. But if I do that, I've missed the entire point of the story. Because the uncomfortable truth of the story is God is generous to everyone. God doesn't treat us based on our merit. God doesn't treat us the way we deserve. That's true for me, but it's also true for the people that I'm really, really angry at. It's true for the people that make me really, really sad because I I don't agree with what they're doing. 
And it's easy for me to look at them and say, oh, why is God treating these people so well? Look at what they've done. They haven't really done much. They've only been working for an hour. They haven't really done anything good. But the truth is, those same people can look at me and see a million ways where I'm doing the exact same thing. They can point the finger at me where I'm totally not being loving. They can point the finger at me where I'm totally being unchristlike. They can point the finger at me where I'm just being a hypocrite, where I've got all these blind spots, where I just, they can point at all my shortcomings. And they'd be right. All of those things would be true. But God doesn't treat us based on our merit. God is generous. So I have a bit of a, I have a love-hate relationship with the story. I hate the story because it shows me God isn't like me. But I really love the story because it shows me God isn't like me. And I think that's, that's beautiful. The grace of God and the generosity of God is still something that just takes my breath away. So, I don't, I don't like talking about the afterlife because I think it's not something that the Bible talks about a lot. And where the Bible does talk about it, it doesn't really give us a lot of details. It's kind of vague in what it says. So I don't really like talking about it. But I imagine whatever the afterlife looks like, I imagine that after I've done my hours worth of work in this life, and God calls me to himself, and I walk towards the feast table that God has prepared for us, whatever that looks like. I imagine I'm going to be there. I imagine we're going to be there. I imagine the leaders of the ACL are going to be there. I'm probably going to be walking towards the table and I'm going to bump into Lyle Shelton. And we're probably, I imagine we'll, we, we would fall to our knees and embrace each other as brothers. And through just a lot of tears and a lot of sobbing, say over and over and over again how we just cannot believe that our God is this gracious. And I think that is something that is worth holding on to. Yeah. 